the big reveal. I would worry that I'm not going to be able to contain my sexual urges based on Dan's sexy voice. It's going to become a oh, bit okay. I was I thought you had a, like a lateral flow test fetish. That as well. But... So you join us here at a live LFTing. Daniel yeah. has uh, gone and got his uh, his box LFT box. I've got the new sexy ones that like I think have prepackaged. Um, Are they the, like the blue and white box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not. You don't have to do. You haven't got to do the mouth anymore. It's just the nose. Yeah, which is very exciting. Really more ac- to it's more accurate with mouth though. Yeah, but also they the new ones have only got like swabs that are about that long. So actually, getting into the back of your mouth is a challenge. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, no one's going to watch that today. I'd like to see it. Just Dan's way. Can you swab your bottom as well? <laughs> I'm capable of doing so. I'm not yeah. going to. It might taint the test in more ways than one. <laughs> what would that prove, Graham? That the Dan, was, Dan was, just, was suggestible. I didn't say anything about anything being proven. I just want him to swab his bottom. Which, like... I'm not going to, but I can understand how he's arrived at that. Bottoms don't really get swabbed, do they? Uh, wiped. Wiped is what happens to bottoms. Yeah. Probed. And... Probed. Probed, get probed, don't they? Yeah, generally, yeah. if you're going to take a test of arse stuff, you just, like, get them to send in some poop rather than shove a probe up there. You what other things happen to bottoms? I do. They get yes, probed. Right. What's one of my dogs? Um, They get wiped. Uh, they get patted, patted on the bottom, smacked on the bottom. They do occasionally get endoscope. That's a bit extreme. That's probed, yeah, isn't it? That's probed. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely uh, fingered. Yeah, maybe. Mm, not in this case, but sure. less commonly, I think, than um, uh, white. Probed and being probed. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably well, more uh, people... as we've established, Chris lives with a pharmacist, so. <laughs> Tickled. I've just realised it's yeah. probably goosed. No, it's go- no, I'm not. No, you're, no. Fine. Yeah, yeah. you're not doing it, mouth. Unless you're, unless you're sticking up, unless you're inhaling the. Uh, Besides, it, it, it would disinfect the the mouth. And this, this is a little known section of the 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 swabbing where Daniel is is drinking beer and getting mm. confused. It's not beer. Yeah. He's on the right. spirits. Oh, that's nose one. Twisty, yeah. twisty, twisty. I mean, to be twisty. fair, there is, there is only one nose. We got to sing "Happy Birthday" <laughs> twice, haven't we? No, you can't. You don't want to do that. It takes Nadine Doris ten minutes to sing "Happy Birthday." You can't risk it. What if uh, Dan stuck it too far up and he ruptured his brain, and we all watched him die? <laughs> I'd hate that. I mean, I'd struggle, I think, to kill myself with this little fragile plastic swap. Well, I yeah. think you with could that attitude, it, you would. <laughs> I don't think oh, we yeah, can put it out with as a full podcast. Absolutely right. I don't think we can put it out well, as a full podcast. It was only like three minutes long. Well, no, we carry on talking because we yeah. we we're professionals. So <laughs> immediately segue into immediately segue into memorial. We an ambulance for him, couldn't we? <laughs> oh yeah. Try and keep awake, Daniel. Try and keep awake because he sort of lay twitching on the bed. And when the paramedics arrive, we could interview them. You're going to have to break down my door and everything. When, very exciting. When I. Well, not for you. You'd be unconscious. Don't want to oh, go true. somewhere. I always make sure to um, really push the stick up as far as possible. So if there's <laughs> only a tiny, tiny bit of COVID right mm. up at the very back of my nose, I'm going to find it. 
Whereas if I want to do something and I'm doing a doing a test, I just kind of like, uh, I just go a little way in and think, mm. well, that's probably fine. it's mostly bogeys at that point. Yeah, a good thing and to I... do would be to um, if you when you next have COVID, blow your nose into a Tupperware, then you could just keep that on hand for getting out of uh, social engagements. No, I think that would be cheating. I don't Why? think that's fair. You've got you've got to genuinely find it in your nose in order to get that's out. That's no different from um, like putting the thermometer on a radiator so you can have a Which is skull. Also, also against. I've never managed to to do that successfully. It was very upsetting. No, I think because I think because the radiators were colder than your obvious. bum. <laughs> I mean, that's very possible. Yes, and also neither of my parents are likely to fall for that, being medically inclined. What would be the verb for putting a thermometer in your bum then? I suppose that's probed um, as well in a sense. Yeah, yeah so, I mean that definitely is. It's temperature probe. Yeah. Uh, I'm not happy with probe having so many different meanings. Not meanings, but uses. I mean, have you not in in, in the course of your bum troubles had, had your bum probed, Graham? Um a man looked at it <laughs> when my bum was bleeding copiously. Uh, he looks in and said, "Yeah, you got a hemorrhoid, mate." Well, I know that is everything. I didn't. I was. Did he suggest you saw a doctor? <laughs> he did. Yeah. yeah, he said, uh, "This, this is the butchers. <laughs> you, you probably want to go next door." Was he uh, a, a young? Was he a young doctor? Was he younger than you? Um, I don't. It's I don't recall. When doctors are younger than you, isn't it? I don't know. That I find I... it distressing when anyone is younger than me. Yeah. Did he say, uh, "Oh, oh my days"? Uh, yeah, is that that's the young people? Yeah, thing, they is say, it? "Oh my days." They do say, "Oh my days." Yeah. yeah, in a West Country accent. Well, West Country. Oh, oh, oh there's a oh, fake. There's a fake Live diagnosis. Well, I think I need to do this again in the morning when I haven't had um, a drink. So what, you, you think whiskey has gone into your nose and is pretending to be COVID? <laughs> I hope so, yeah. I think you've... I, I don't really want to stop isolating. How many times have you had COVID now, Daniel? Do you even have to anymore? I thought, I, thought, I thought if you didn't want to, you didn't have to anymore. I mean, probably not. Well, this must be the third I think time the, now, though. No, you, you definitely don't have to. Generally just do you definitely don't have to do a PCR anymore. They changed that. You don't have to do a PCR anymore because that, that's yeah. effort and they didn't have any PCR tests. But also it's making um, the, um, the the statistics look bad. It really yeah. is. So it's it's probably better if you don't... Yeah, yeah I'd like to go on holiday in the spring, the so please don't report this because then the numbers get worse. Everything's going to be fine by the spring. Well, that's what I'm hoping. I mean, I, I'm a lot is riding on that. Yeah. Every, everything Everything's just going to be fine. Just yeah. fine. So, the current rules are uh, you should... Oh, except, of course, this will be wrong because the NHS website never gets updated to match government diktat. Um, you do not need to isolate... No, if you self-isolate straight away and get a PCR test, blah, 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 you should self-isolate if you've tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, however, you only have to self-isolate for five days as long as you do the tests. Like, on, as long as you get a negative test on day five and six, you can... Yeah, I think because Dan has now tested positive, um, we all have to self-isolate as well, don't we? <laughs> we were talking to him when it happened. That's true. Yeah. That was well, so exciting. Is, um, I went to a football match on Tuesday. So, um... Oh, dear. 
Yeah. We're going to get all those cunts pinged. What yeah, football probably. match did you go to? Well, I more like see, that's where he got it. I went to see AFC Wimbledon against Ipswich. Ooh. Definitely wasn't. I know worth AFC it, Wimbledon are okay, aren't they? It's Why, uh, that's that's quite a high a high level to watch, isn't it? League One. Uh, so the guy I went with, an Ipswich fan, so we had the comedy of him sitting in the home end, desperately trying not to celebrate when Ipswich scored. Did you keep shouting, this fucker's not one of us, lads? Let's do it. I did not. Um, although the downside was that the, um, the the mascot for Wimbledon is a Womble, which is amazing. Um, and wow. they give him a wee win to Bit make noise. Nose, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, what do they, they like, do, Daniel? So they... they give him a wheelie bin to make noise with. <laughs> it's brilliant. So he's just wandering around with a lovely team colours wheelie bin, slamming the door down like a um, like a drum. And it's it's really effective. But I was hoping that maybe uh, we could have got him to shove Ollie in there. Why uh, do Wimbledon have a Womble as their mascot? Because Is of the Wombles of Wimbledon Common. Yeah, but they all um, moved to Milton Keynes. I don't. Not I don't think the Wombles. Wombles yeah, the Wombles. I think, did, I think yeah. they repatriated some of them to yeah. Wimbledon. The Wombles were the franchise of the Wombles was bought and moved to Milton Keynes Common. And the tennis. Well, that's not. That's not quite right, is it? Yeah, and uh, they've yeah. moved the tennis tournament to Milton Keynes as well. Right. <laughs> that would be the most depressing move in, in the world. I'd like so they, They're the Wombles the... of Milton Keynes. Mm-hmm. I don't think Milton Keynes has got a common, has it? Um, it's roundabout. got a roundabout. Yeah, big roundabout. Mm. They usually on a roundabout. foraging on a roundabout? Uh, we've been foraging on a roundabout. Mm, that's true, actually. Maybe we made can. loads of birds come out of the trees. It was really funny. Yeah. So um, now, live from ICU, how are you feeling, Dan? I've got a runny nose and a sore throat. Oh, God. Is the um, is the line going thicker on your tail? Um, I mean, it's definitely much less thick than the control line, but it is definitely there. Yeah. That that means it's going to be a boy. Do a pregnancy test as well while we're here. <laughs> well, apparently, if I tested positive for a pregnancy test, it would mean I had cancer. Well, it's worth doing one, or, then, isn't or, it? Or, a ch- or you're with child. Yes. I mean, that would seem unlikely. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger had a baby. Yep. That's true. So. If he can do it, anyone can. That's. No. That's not a sensible thing to say about Arnold Schwarzenegger, is it? <laughs> He can do quite a lot of things that nobody else could. That is. That did you see true. that he um, drove his SUV onto top of some other cars the other day? I, I did, did. Yeah, exciting for him, wasn't it? Imagine if uh, a big SUV drove on top of you, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger got out, and you would think, "Fair enough." Yeah, I think, I think he'd be. Done. I think he'd apologise in exchange. I think for he would. Details, he, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And. Uh, he, but he could just lift it off again, couldn't he? The benefit of that happening. Well, maybe in the late 80s. No, he's still very, very he's strong. Past his, he's past his prime. Like, if uh, if Jeff Capes ran you over and his car stalled, he could just lift it off because he's the strongest man in the world. Yeah, mm. but but Jeff Capes' his car is smaller than Arnold Schwarzenegger's car, isn't it? You don't know he's, that. 
He drive like a, a Mini. I mean, just statistically, it would be because he's uh, not an American car. Yeah, yeah a Mini would right. be the funniest car for him to drive, but I suspect it's probably something like no smart um, car. Smart Mini car is, is almost too right obvious. Period, though, isn't it? Yeah, I think maybe well, like how, how a, about a Sinclair well. Sinclair C5. Well, everyone looks funny driving one of them. Imagine that Arnold Schwarzenegger in a Sinclair C5. Yeah, have, have to have one for each bum cheek. <laughs> Straddle the pair. Yeah. I think um, Jeff Cokes would probably drive um, probably um, a Saab, I think. Mm, I a, can see that. Like a, like a 930 or 9300. That was one. I don't know. I don't know anything about Saabs. I think I think I don't really know a lot him. about Jeff Capes. Well, he's the strongest man. Do you know in the world. a lot about Saabs? Uh, he drives a Saab and he keeps budgies. I, I probably know more against about, their will. I probably know more about Saabs than I know about Jeff Capes. Well, do you think you could keep a budgie with its permission? I think most people who keep budgies are doing so against the budgie's will. Some budgies become quite tame. Don't they? They, they become institutionalised. If they were, to, yeah. they yeah, they become institutionalised. I think if they well, were to fly, necessary... away, would fly back. Yeah, but that's not necessarily free will at that point, is it? I mean, can you deprogram a budgie? I mean, do they have free will to start with? Well, I mean, that's a deep question. Yeah. I'm not sure. We're I think you could keep. To... Uh, I think you could probably. Hmm. I think it would be possible to tame a bird that was wild, and. And get it to come and live with you. Mm. So I think if you lived somewhere where budgies were native species, about grooming a bird. Um, to what no, end? Taming it. Well, you're saying that you, that that everybody that keeps budgies keep them against the budgies' will. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I, I stand think, by that. I think it would be possible to um, possible to. Get a budgie to willingly live with you if you had wild budgies outside. How would you validate that it was its free will, though? Uh, you'd have a an open an open window where it could fly in. Oh, there. I thought you meant like an open discussion. No. So an open window, and if the budgie flew in, it did so because it wanted to. Yeah, and if it stayed, oh. it did so because no. it wanted to. What if? Um, yeah, it seems reasonable. What if it felt threatened by you and scared and? That it had, yeah, it might feel coerced. You'd have to wait for you to die and for the budgie to continue to live there after it was satisfied that you were dead. Could be necrophiliac. Yes, but it would it would be a, a necrophiliac acting in its own free will. That's true. Yeah, it would be. A, yeah, okay. Unless you're suggesting that it, it would be unable to act of its own free will because of its overwhelming sexual necrophilia. <laughs> We've all been there, haven't we? In which case, you'd have to get your twin brother to agree to commit suicide just outside Mm -hmm. your house at the exact point that you died, so that there was also a a, a, an equal control corpse, a control corpse. Yeah. Effectively, your corpse is going here, boy, here, boy, come here, and then the budgie choosing which which of the two corpses it it liked best. Yeah, but they would be the same twin twin brother or clone. Okay. Well, Dan is at death's door, so he sort of, I feel like he's already got a head start on us, so I need you to find a twin brother and a budgie. Um, They have parakeets in London as well, don't they? 
They do. Which is um, near enough to a budgie that I'll accept it. Yeah, they're very not tame, though, I will say. Well, yeah, that's, that's the, point. the whole point, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but you, like, have to, you need to tame one. You have to groom it. Convince it to come and live with you. Room here. I don't want to alarm anybody, but my wavy line isn't waving. Um, yeah, it is. It's oh, that's right. Okay, well, that's yeah. good then. It's, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, yeah there's probably some audio being recorded. If not, it's going to be a very weird conversation. Actually, <laughs> mine isn't waving now, which is weird. Oh, that yours is waving here as well. I think it's that's uh, it seems it fine then. So, what yeah. did I miss last week then? And uh, two weeks before that, because I haven't listened yet. It was mostly was politician coins? board games and coins. Yeah. yeah. That's like some um, vintage two-star episodes. Yeah. NFTs, farts in jars, polyhedral coins, mm. uh, MPs you'd want, uh, prime ministers you'd want to play board games with. Yeah. Uh, and that summarizes See, I, it quite well. What I like about Boris Johnson, right, Graham, is mm. that... Uh, I would I the the way that he's playing this is very much like how I want people that I play Monopoly against to play is mm. that he's obviously losing but he's yeah. not given up he's just going to keep going till the bitter end he's and not constantly taking money out of the bank he's how just going to keep trying and That's, and I appreciate yeah. that I don't like people to go different? oh well you've you've got Mayfair and Park Lane so I give up mm. like half an hour in I want people to try their best and to keep going, even though when they know there's no chance of them coming out of it looking good. I think there's a reasonable chance that you would get to the end of the game and he would still not give up and he would just continue on his own. Yeah. Mm. After you've gone to bed in disgust. Or declare that he had won. Yeah. That seems yeah. the most likely. Yeah. Although, outcome. didn't you decide in the end, Chris, that you didn't actually want to play any game for Boris Johnson because it would be shit? Well... I would enjoy playing Monopoly with him at his house. The I decided the criteria that for how I would choose politicians to vote for would be who I would most want to come to my house to play a board game with, have a board would game you, evening with. You know you'd be entertained at his house at least. Um. Well, I, there'd undoubtedly be a party there, wouldn't there? Yeah, it's impossible to go to his house and then not not be a party to ambush you. Would you worry that every time it was his turn to decide whether he wanted to purchase a property or not, he'd have to go and ask Harry what to do? <laughs> I'd like to think that by this point, um, they've got like James Bond glasses with uh, with a speaker in. You think he could work that? I suppose he just needs to listen, doesn't he? Just he? needs to listen. Yeah. It'd be difficult. <laughs> yeah, I think that's there's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um so what you what would you play with Michael Portillo? Ticket to ride, obviously. Oh, this is a fun game. This is different oh, yeah. to the game we had last week. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, because yeah. we just decided who who we would who Yeah, who would be best to play games who play like a, a an evening of board games with. Oh, they'd all be yeah. awful. Well, okay. this was the thing, but it was like we were trying to establish like who would be kind of like just an awful shit, who would cheat, who wouldn't care, who'd actually make an effort to like try and and mm. and play even if they were really dull. Um, like, we didn't, we didn't consider what. Yeah, we didn't consider what we would play with them necessarily. Yeah. We well, uh, we decided would just like play it politely but not really give a shit, whereas Bojo obviously would play like an absolute ass. 
I think Gordon Brown would play one of your impenetrable economic-based games where you have to track yeah. the entire eco-structure of a, of a small island. And, yeah. We, yeah. We, we came up with the surprising conclusion that of all of the living former prime ministers, the one that we would most want to play a board game with was John Prescott. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Well, Even though he didn't really qualify. Yeah, I was going to say he's not a former prime minister. We'd, we'd no, of the, the, the former prime minister was on holiday and run round to Downing Street at that exact. Yeah. Point. Okay. Yeah, when he was filling in, because otherwise, it. I think we 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 kind of settled that it would be probably John Major would be the the next in terms of actual living prime ministers. Um, least worst. I think it would have to worst. be drafts with Prescott. I don't think he could be fucked with anything with fancy rules. Mm. Yeah. And he'd be, be drafts and he'd kick your ass at it. Um, yeah. So what, what do you think Blair would play? I think Risk, but he would um, just really go all in early on and just spoil ev- all the good stuff he did. Yeah, we did, we did consider <laughs> Risk. We thought yeah. Boris Johnson would like Risk. He would yeah, not colonial. be able to get his head around risk. No, he Jesus. wouldn't, but he, he would like the concept of just colonising yeah. the world. Is there a junior yeah. version of risk? There's yes. got to be. Yeah. Any, he might He might manage that. Risk kids. Yeah. <laughs> Theresa May, um, I mean, just something very dull and puritanical, I suppose. What's, yeah. what's that game where you need two sets of playing cards? Like like every, every parent in the Bridge. 80s... No, every parent in no, the eighties had a had a set, and every every now and again the child would go, "What's this? Shall we play it?" And the parents would go, "No, it's rubbish." Oh, and it's all away. pegs and that. But it's two it's Rummy two or... games of it's had two decks of cards, and it, I think it might begin with a k sound. Yeah, I know the one. Cribbage. No. Yeah, cribbage. No, it's not cribbage. Cribbage is good. Oh, okay. I like cribbage. Okay. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. No, I don't think it's. I don't think I've given you enough to work it out either. No. Is it not the one that's got lots of pegs that go in different holes and stuff? No, I don't think so. Is it just rummy? No. I think there's quite a lot of card games that use two decks of card cards. No, no, it's, it's it's very specifically has two decks of cards. You need two decks of cards to play with it. Possibly also dice, and it came like in its own box. Canasta. Um, it could be. That begins with a C. It's fulfilling no, all of your criteria. Cur, with a cuss sound, yeah. Sorry, a cur. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the, but the, yes, canasta. Okay. I don't recognise the reference that you made. Um, just the just that my parents had a set. Okay, so it say, went from everyone's parents in the eighties, as set to just yours. Yeah, but but they are for me. They're my only real reference of. Um, uh, they're the archetypal parents for you. Yeah, I think, I think, it's the I think that there. makes sense. Yeah, fair enough. They're less Catholic than your parents, but that's, that's well, everyone's less, less Catholic than my parents. <laughs> um, yeah, every now and again, I'd say we could play this. And my parents would say, "No, it's it's rubbish. It's too complicated." Hmm. So I reckon Theresa May would would play that. What would Cameron play? Mm-hmm. It'd be something fairly banal. Awesome I think he'd play something quite pretentious. Yeah. 
Yes, we yeah, yeah. It's on. Yeah. Chris, I said past the pigs. I, I oh my god, is. I didn't hear you. Yeah, yes. that is excellent. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't under a million years no, past the pigs. Keep, keep it to but, himself, dirty, selfish bastard. Yeah, but but like offering him to play past the pigs would be mm. a beautiful moment. Um, he'd play something like Agricola, which is wildly complicated and overwrought. Mm. Um, and he'd get all upset when he wasn't very good at it. Mm. And then he'd resign and wander off. I think he'd play Monopoly a lot, but just sort of slip himself money from the bank at all times. And mm. he'd insist he had to start with half the properties with a, yeah. a house on each. And it's just fair he'd, like that. He'd be hard pushed to, to argue with that, I think. Yeah. yeah. The problem is, you then, that's it. The problem is, we haven't got a lot of living former prime ministers to work through. No. We've, had a, we've had a run of very long premierships. I mean, you could... Well, not recently. Well, not, no, I mean, not, not specifically. But if you think about it, before that, right, if you go back to before the current Conservative run, you had Blair and then Major. Like, over, and Gordon and that, Brown. That was like, well, Gordon Brown doesn't barely count. Yeah, but he does, does count. But like, what I mean is, you, if you, like, Blair and Major together is like 25 years... It's no, Major was Major chunk. was in power for seven years. Yeah, so oh, sorry, years. Major and Thatcher were in power for like twenty five for the thirteen, fourteen years. Um but obviously Thatcher dead. Um which makes it difficult to qualify her as a living prime minister. Um mm. so you've got this kind of make long, it, yeah, long if, chunk. I don't of, think you can I don't think you can have dead people as living prime ministers. No, no. I think we're gonna have to be quite hard line on this and say no, we yeah, would no, have no. to exclude dead Prime Ministers from the Living okay, Prime Ministers that's list. Fine. I understand that. I've um, got a question for you. At what point in time has there been the most living former Prime Ministers? Oh, God. It's got to be... It's got to be, like, I would have thought early 80s because there was a... The, you went through a lot... I mean, if you're talking... Uh, I guess if you go back, died, like, pre-war, it could be worse, they? but... Because I think true. they died at 40 in those lot. days, didn't they? I think we've got what, quite a lot alive. Well, we've got what? Moment. May, Cameron, Brown, Blair, Major. So we've got five, five, five living prime ministers yeah. at the moment. Um, and yeah. I mean, I think for yeah, we've got five living former prime ministers at the moment. Hopefully I think in a month's it. time we might have six. Um, That's quite well, a lot. we can but hope. Yeah. So when Thatcher so, dies, let's well, have a look. I would so hope before we would Thatcher. Have that would be my ideal scenario. Are you hoping that Tones and Bojo die or something? I'm just hoping any of them die. Some kind of massive, massive accident. It would be a bit um, sad if Brown died. It would. Because, yeah, so you've got... Because, yeah, once you go back past Thatcher... The time to do it is, is, is like... Callahan, Heath, at Wilson. the point that they all died, isn't it? Well, no, surely the, the, the moment... Because when one dies, the, the before, when when one dies you drop down by by one, and well, then you start to build again. Impact. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Prime Minister do you think you'd like to have a suicide pact with? <laughs> Living or... <laughs> you Again, can't I mean, have a suicide pact with, with a dead prime minister. Unreasonable restrictions on this. That's such a, that's such a silly. You can't have a suicide pact with someone who's already dead. <laughs> I think it depends on. Major would be a good one if you didn't want to die, because I think he, he he's got he that stage determination to go on 
Mm. And he's probably he could be two hundred years old already, and we wouldn't know. So that would be a good one the, because he looks like has... he's already undead. Yeah, which which do you think has the least the will to live? Act? Well, probably brown. That's a sad thing, isn't it? That that picture of well, or um... May maybe you see. I think she's. <laughs> That yes, but it's a of, sin, isn't um, it? Suicide. Mm, that is true. That picture of David Cameron in his big lumberjacket jacket. He oh, working s- at working at the fun fair. He looked a bit sad, didn't he? Uh, good. Everybody made fun of him, and I thought that's me. Yes, good. He, well, yeah, should have done. Why can't he? Why? Why isn't he allowed to to put on a bit of bit of weight and look a bit sad? He can and put on as much weight as he is. He's still a cunt. Do what he likes. Jacket at a car boot sale. Just I think it's more. Like, he can literally do anything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't change Dorries who was, he is. Dean Dorries was mean to him, and then so were all the left wing people. And he said, "Oh, come on." I think it's perhaps it's more that it's David Cameron than that he got a bit fat. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, did you feel the same way when he was sat on the steps of his million-pound shed? No. Right. No, <laughs> why, is, like why is it different? Um, because he looks. Is it sad. because you have aspirations to to Do I own wear a jacket? <laughs> I have aspirations well, to wear warm clothing and go outside. Maybe when you and Portillo, maybe when you and Portillo are, are traveling around the country on trains, maybe Cameron could come with you in his in his big coat. He would no, ruin that. He would absolutely yeah, ruin that. It would be a mm. miserable time. Yep. It's really testament to how bad uh, Joris and May were that I sort of think quite fondly of Cameron now. And then I think yeah. about any of his policies and his behaviour. Anything that he did. Real fucking awful twat. The things he said yeah. and did and yeah. believed. <laughs> he, was a, he was at least in some way competent at doing those Things. Yes, he was. Which I don't know if he that makes it any better. No, okay, competent. I'm not even sure competence is the right word. Like when you're looking at somebody like Boris Johnson, competence mm. isn't really the issue. It's just that he doesn't give a shit about anyone but himself. Like it's it's yeah. a fundamental like mm. lack of interest in anybody but himself. But I think um, that's and also seemingly... true of Cameron. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. but I think the difference is that like Cameron at least tried to pretend that he. Mm wasn't entirely self-interested and often his self-interest aligned with things other people wanted whereas boris is just like whatever boris wants right now at this like he doesn't have any you know the 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 classic experiment where you you go to a child and you say right you can either have like one marshmallow now or if you wait half an hour you can have two marshmallows and it's supposed to be the thing about delayed gratification and Mm. it turns out most of the stuff is bollocks about how predictive it is of how great children are going to be when they grow up but like the idea is like are you capable as a child of like five or six of thinking ahead and going like well if i wait a bit i can have twice what i would get now and i feel like boris johnson never sussed that he's always about the have it now I think he would probably have eaten the marshmallow before they had finished explaining the scenario to him. And then snatched the other marshmallow off them and eaten yeah. it as well. And said, Pushed what them over you about and it? had the whole bag. And then mm. said, but you, you haven't given me any marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. While throwing up marshmallows. <laughs> I, never, I have never eaten any marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards would blame them for making him sick. Mm. Yes. With yeah. the marshmallow, indeed. I'm really looking forward to seeing um, Boris Johnson, the War Prime Minister. I think that's going to be a really great <laughs> phase of this uh, of this premiership. I the oh, problem God. is, right, I just can't see him actually like doing anything. 
No. No, of course, he won't make any decisions. But he'll but he'll go out to Ukraine and stand there in a flak jacket for some pictures. I, I mean, look, I will be honest, when Boris Johnson became Prime Minister, I didn't think that a likely end point was Russia invading the UK. But, you know, things change, and at this point, it, it's looking increasingly likely. Yeah. I think it'd be nice. I think Russians are get nice vodka here. Uh, it'd be nice to order vodka is like in in units of a hundred mils. Yeah, and then throw your glass into the fire. Pay a small amount of money for them. Yeah. Um, they might put those nice big, uh, colourful domes on top of um houses of parliament. Yeah. Um, cool. yeah. well, I mean, you get to, to wear those big hats in the winter. Yeah, learn Cyrillic. Looks like fun. Yeah. I, the problem is, I think I'd put my hip out doing the dancing. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, the, but that's yeah. fine because then you'll just be put against a wall and shot. I mean, that's probably what we all want and deserve, isn't it? <laughs> I think it'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Imagine being yeah. killed by a firing squad. Yeah, like it would be so quick and. Yeah. It wouldn't be my fault. Just. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, next time we meet up, the three of us could put you against a wall and all shoot you. I don't think you can. No, because you'll be dead by then because of your better. your horrendous illness that you've just contracted. Yeah, you are deteriorating quite dramatically yeah. over the course of this podcast. Well, I think it's just that my throat is sore, and the more I talk, the sore it gets. Isn't it nice that in just under two years we've come full, full circle and we've gone back to being very glib about coronavirus again? I'm still uh, calling it COVID again now. It's going back to coronavirus. <laughs> I, I prefer like Rona Chan or the Round Boy. Oh, I've not heard those. They're good. Mm. Is that what some of your yeah. Roadman friends in London have been saying? Those. No, Unfortunately, one of, the, one of them sounds one of them sounds extremely anime, which worries me because it probably includes, therefore, uh, pictures of a twelve-year-old coronavirus. Lovely. I hope not. In a schoolgirl uniform. Big tits. <laughs> Probably yes. Each one is a virus. So now I'm going to search COVID porn. <laughs> so, so Adam, well, that, that, I think that I think you'll find that's too generic. There's a lot of that. Yes, Chris. right, Adam. You said the problem is is we've not got very many living prime ministers at the moment because because um, they've all been in power for these huge amounts of time, which is not quite Apart right. From right? most recently. So at the moment. We've got five. We there are that. five living former prime ministers. Yep. And six, if you Six current. will include well, Boris Johnson. As, so of, former as of recording, as of recording, yeah. five so, former. So Margaret Thatcher... Uh, Margaret Thatcher died in April 2013. So, so that would have been April pre-May... So in April 2013, pre-May. yeah, pre-May. That is pre-May. pre-May. So not, you take off so what, two. Add one. But add one. Okay, if you, okay, right. taking, taking so off we've Morris, got yeah. more. We've got more um, living prime ministers now than we did when when Thatcher was alive. Yeah. Thatcher was alive. Okay. Then you go back. The next one that died was in. 2005. Was it Heath or um, Heath and Callahan? What same Heath. day? Heath. Yeah, they had a suicide pact. Suicide pact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All um, prime ministers have them. So, so Heath was 2005, and Callahan was 
So, so Heath was 17th of July and Callahan was 26th of March. So that would have been Blair. So that's so at 2005. Two you'd have had um, you'd have had Blair, yeah, alive. M- major, um, major Callahan, Callahan and Heath. So you'd have five. So, but you you suddenly drop down to there only being three alive. Three, yeah. So there was that 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 incredible point in time when you had Blair in power, then Major Just and Thatcher. Major and Thatcher. Mm. Right. So Wikipedia has actually provided us an answer if you want to hear it. Go on then. Uh, so it is five. It's happened several times. Um, and we're currently at maximum. Time. Yeah. So the first right. time was in between January and November 1770 when Lord Bute, George Grenville, Lord Rockingham, Pitts the Elder, and the Duke of Grafton were still alive. See, this is what I suspected when Adam said, we don't have many to choose from. We've never no. had more to choose from. Mm. We've got the maximum Okay, number. but I will, I, will, I will grant you that you are and correct. It's, it's however, six, but it is the however, most you've ever had. It is, but what a shower. Yeah, I mean, what an mm. appalling selection to pick from. I've got a brilliant idea. All of the times when there's been five living former prime ministers, right? Oh, hang on a second. Put them into Is it a five fantasy... living former or five living yes. current? Okay. Right. Fine. Put them all into a fantasy virtual five-a-side league and see who would win. Who would win? I, I'm probably going to bet on. Um, You've got well, them all. Of I, I'm, the no, I'm going to bet on the current lot because they're probably, I think, a bit younger than um, the ones that were alive in the 1700s. Yes. Yeah, yeah I think Cameron would slide tackle through all of them. He'd take absolutely all of them out. Although I thought actually, you were going to say Tatley, Winston Churchill, Anthony Eden, Harold oh, they'd Lillian, be they'd be absolute dog shit. Alec Douglas home. I think they'd be quite good. Fucking donkeys. They'd be hung out. They'd be, they'd be still drunk from the night before. Yeah, oh, that's fair. Yes. Uh, I mean, Cameron could get Gideon to give everybody some of his marching powder. G everyone up. I'd be worried about Blair just doing a professional yeah, and... foul and uh, like really marring all of the good goals he scored. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that um, Baron Wilson of Rivolo. Um, and Margaret Thatcher would comprise a pretty shit team. Were um, they in the same team together? Apparently. Harold Wilson. Harold, presumably that's Harold Wilson. You wouldn't Probably, want Gordon yeah. Brown in goal, would you, because of the depth perception? No, that's true. No. So you probably want. Well, well, you could. Yeah, actually, that's yeah, you put Boris, but he doesn't count because he's not. He's still yeah. as of, as of recording, as I said. Um, but just think not if. If if Boris Johnson goes before before the next one dies, or Major carks it, yeah, it's that's going to be the six. Yeah, but it's Major's oldest, isn't he? He's is oldest. Yeah, yeah but it, I mean, it, it could also it could also be May. I mean, there's a good chance. That's sinister, um, isn't it? Cameron. <laughs> well, so Major's seventy eight. Brown is seventy. Blair is sixty eight. Major only seventy eight. Goodness. Yeah. But Chris, unlike you, I don't yeah. arrange and hits and Ka- May and on major figures. Sorry, May is 65 and Cameron's 55, so... Um, yeah. How old did you say Blair was? Uh, 68. 68. 68, yeah. Right. Goodness. Yeah. I think... I thought, um, I thought he was much younger than Major. 
10 years. Only, only 10 years, isn't it? Because he was the hip young happening prime minister, wasn't he? I assumed at that point yeah. Major was gone sixty. But yeah. but then then Tony Blair in ninety seven is be a lot younger than he is now, wouldn't he? I can't well, do the maths. I mean over twenty years younger. A lot younger. <laughs> to be fair, Major was a Major was a lot younger. Then, than yeah, that Major point was too. also probably a similar <laughs> amount younger. But not as much younger, I don't think. <laughs> No, but certainly same ballpark. You'll be amused to know that the Wikipedia article lists very highly on the characters of characteristics and trivia about. Four, okay, so how years. old was Major through his tenure? Uh, uh, when did he take office? Eighteen ninety was it? Nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Okay, well, that's eighty nine, ninety. So ninety. So he would have been if he's seventy eight now. Then he's been sixty eight, fifty eight, yeah, fifty seven, fifty six. <laughs> So, I don't really know what that. Oh, I'm trying to prove now. I've kind of lost interest. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Blair coming in in his forties and being like the standard. youngest prime minister of all time. Major wasn't that much past past it. Was but then it? I think Cameron then was was then he was about twenty six when he became prime minister. I think. He was busy playing FIFA a lot of the time. Explains mm. a lot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who do you think will yeah. be the next one? That's uh, an interesting question. I am hoping. Not who that... do you hope? <laughs> who do you think? Okay. Uh, we did cover this, um, and I I, can't remember what I said it yet. Um... We decided that we decided that. Um... You two decided the, on, on the Sag. On yes, the basis the that he would be the best person to play a board game with. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what are you playing with him? I bet he'd have a really interesting one that you'd never heard of. Probably, yeah. Why? Yeah, he strikes me as someone who affects a bit of indiness. Yeah. See that? Which for a person He's, that works gold the, is. So what, what was in his favour was he strikes me as being house-trained as a guest. He refers mm-hmm. to himself in the third person. Yeah. yeah. That's always good. But I think he would like... I think he'd be careful to to not drink more beer than he arrived with. So mm-hmm. he might arrive with a four-pack and have three pints of beer. I think he'd take his shoes off without you having to ask him as well. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he'd be fine. Um, but yeah, I think... I, mean, I think all of us are looking forward to the pathos of Matt Hancock's leadership campaign, um, which will be so sad it might not even be funny. Isn't it um, awful that he's now quite a, a sort of figure that you feel a bit sorry for, considering how no. awful he was? Sort of thing. Oh, well, this is the thing. I like Hancock. the fact that he was terrible because I can just laugh at his sorry, fucked up yeah. life. I think it's awful feel that. He thinks that he would be a contender. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Like it, it, it's like a real life version of The Office or um, some other shitty Ricky Gervais character. Isn't it like, astonishing? I that when, that... Sorry. I hope that when the retrospective of this is done, Ricky Gervais plays Matt Hancock. Mm. No, he's, mm. no, there's not a good good likeness. No. It, 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 the likeness doesn't matter. It's the... even Merchant could. Hmm, actually, I think probably could. Doesn't need to be. You can, you can kneel down, it's fine. Um, yeah. You can do all kinds of things with perspective. 
yeah, no, camera. Just do a reverse Tom Cruise. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say you would do a reverse Hagrid, but uh, yes. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, get, the, get, the thing get is, a, a small a small man to play well, distance shots of um, Stephen Merchant, and then him just I do think the place. With Hagrid, you had a normal sized man playing a giant. With Tom Cruise, you have a little man playing a normal sized man. Mm. So it's, yeah. I think, but what's more impressive? It, Undoubtedly Hagrid, but I think you notice yeah. it more. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, well, hang on. Other other times have done it. Gandalf. Uh, is he very big? I don't know. Well, no, but the, the hobbits are very small. He's pretending to be very big. That's so reverse true. of that is very big, pretending to be normal sized, isn't it? Mm. I mean, Elijah Wood is quite small. True, yeah. but he's not that much smaller than Ian McKellen. No, true. Mm. True. What about, has there been a time where a small actor has had to play an even smaller one? Probably Andy Serkis playing Gollum. Well, that's all just... He doesn't really play him, though, really. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't count. I mean, I, I assume, I mean, technically, the, the people that were playing The Hobbits. Yeah. Like, yeah. they were all... were any of notably small to start with. Oh, oh, I know. Um, Matt Damon in that weird movie about being shrunk. Oh, that's a really shit film. It's yeah. got all just a good premise. Every, all all good the children setup. are shrunken the kids. I like the idea of it, but then the, yeah. the film was awful. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I guess, uh, what's it, uh, who was it who played? Uh, John Rhys Davies, who was, um, you know, in Lord of the Rings as well. He's quite small and played a dwarf. So, mm. you know. I suppose borrowers. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, um, but again, that's more that's more like you know green screen than actually just like clever shot composition. Is it? I though? think it's I think maybe less they just green built screen than an enormous house. Um, yes, it's less screen than green screen than Gollum because also the borrowers was like well, it's 90s. an inverse of Gollum, isn't it? Early nineties. Mm. Yeah, but, but they're not. They're not. Putting on like a motion capture suit and then making no, no, the borrowers no. in a computer. It's like no. I mean, let's be honest. A lot, a lot, like, but no, but a lot the of it was kind of all been green screen. Yeah. Well, only the composite them. shots. Most of the scenery would have just been like, let's make a, a thirty-foot tall, uh, you know, a sewing skirting board. board. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you, know, you only need to do You only need to do special effects when you need to the composite shots with the normal size people. Mm. Mm. Dan, if you could um, shrink down to the size of a borrower, what would be the first thing you'd do? Um, I mean, I don't think it's practical or sensible, but the, the thought that immediately jumped into my head and wouldn't shut up was rob a bank. I don't know if they would actually <laughs> help. Just, just running with a pound coin that's three times the size of you. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's, not a, it's not a form well thought out plan it's just a, well a actually I think maybe you're doing yourself a disservice because robbing a bank these days is all electronic it's all digital, it? so you could yeah, get inside yeah. the computer yeah. and, uh, and just like move some of the ones and zeros around I assume yeah. that's how Accurate. computers work so yeah. I, I had an idea that was, was different to Daniel but I got yeah. some questions do I have control over when I get shrunk and when I get put back to normal size uh, I said like a borrower I didn't say like Ant-Man did I 
Yeah, yeah. Look it back to normal size, Chris. This is perfect. Yeah, I'd want, to, want us to know what you'd do as Ant-Man. I'd have asked what you would do as Ant-Man. Tell me what you'd do as a fucking oh, borrower. Oh, I don't know. Because in my idea, I'd have some time to prepare. Like, I'd get... get, get okay, the witch warning. gives you a week's notice that you are going to be shrunk to the size of a borrower irreversibly. Irreversibly. She gives you a week's notice. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'd do loads and loads of shopping of, like, food that would keep a good amount of time. But the main thing I'd buy would be just like a huge amount of cheese. Right? <laughs> you know, if I had written it down, I would hold up my piece of paper now saying, eat loads of cheese. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> I would buy a really big amount of cheese, right? And then I'd think, oh, this is just going to be delicious. Ooh. And then, I, then I'd be shrunk. And then relative to me, I'd have so much yeah, cheese. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. You could get inside an Emmental. Yeah. Oh and God, I'd, yes. I'd, like, I'd, 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 uh, I'd, could I be shrunk with like some um, handheld mining tools? So I'd got the equipment <laughs> to mine. Well, I think you could cheese. fashion stuff out of like pins. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah, a toothpick and. Yeah. Because I figure like the, the rind of, if you, if you plan the cheese well. Hmm. You get like one with a good thick rind. You hmm. could make it into your house. Yeah, yeah. You could hollow it out effectively. Yeah. Take years. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else are you going to do? <laughs> You're two inches high. Too full of cheese to move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Can you imagine my bottom if I ate my entire bottle <laughs> <body> of cheese? <laughs> Well, that's what I don't tell you about borrowers. The IBS that they they suffer from is absolutely dis- disgusting. You, you, you could just have one. Cause you know, the Metrazole comes with little capsules. Ah, oh, yes. You could, just, um, you could swim around. You could have a capsule. bath full of Gaviscon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I can't see any downsides to this. Like, I've got a question for tell you, Daniel. Yeah. Um. So you. You're you're getting turned into a borrower and it's irreversible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the point in robbing a bank? I don't know. Like, how are you going to spend the money? Like it, it was an entirely primal desire that came from somewhere deep in my ears. Um, buy cheese. Just... What? You oh yeah, buy I could more, buy cheese. Buy more cheese yeah. 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 I could just you know spend money on things to fuck with people. That'd be fun. Like I could pay someone to just wander around. With... Behind Boris Johnson playing a stupid trumpet all, all day. Mm. You can, I mean, you can do that now. Pocket. Well, I don't think I can afford it now. I, like, I need to buy food. And oh, imagine how high ce- uh, Dan's ceilings would feel if you were a borrower. Mm. Yeah. I, I already felt like a borrower when I went into his house. <laughs> so, if you're Ant Man, no, can yeah. you shrink yourself down and and eat really well? And then expand yourself up, and you're still full when you're full. Yes, size. because everything inside you would expand with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because otherwise, otherwise, otherwise if you think about it, if you had a big meal before you shrunk yourself, <laughs> everything would just explode <laughs> out of you. So, could you could you swallow? Could you shrink down to be Ant Man and swallow a tiny little bit of gold or other precious metal, then hmm. go big, and then poo out? Like million pound a worth big of nugget. Um, I mean, that sounds really painful. Well, well, I assume well, the density of the gold would go down as it, yeah. as it expanded, though, wouldn't it? Well, then, then surely that's happening to the food as well. 
Yeah. yeah. So maybe. You'd, so you'd, you'd get be... a lot of gas then, from what you're saying. Well, no, this would be brilliant because you'd like you'd, you'd eat like a king when you were ant-sized, and then you'd get made big again, and it would be like half a calorie. Well, it depend if you digested mm. it at that point or not. Yeah. I think probably going big and small takes up quite a lot of energy. I don't think you'd well, need you need to worry about it's not, you, you, it's not. It's not. It's not. That, your it? metabolism. Well, in, in the it's an external force doing it. So Chris might be right. Right. It's a shame um, Stanley is dead because we can't of, um, find this out now, can we? I don't think mm. the science of this this plays out. I don't think it's realistic. So, if you if he turned into a giant man and ate like a massive like a factory where they make cake, ate all the cake in there and shrunk down, that cake would like have the equivalent of a billion calories. Also, it would be unbelievably dense. Yeah. To the point that like. I, I wouldn't want to go to the toilet as regular sized. I, mean, I have done things like that. <laughs> I don't. Um, I don't think. I don't think this this uh, follows any consistency. No, I think we should it. write to. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Is it Kevin Fage? Fagey. Fagel. Um, we should write to him and say that we found a few plot holes. Yeah. Because I mean, the classic the classic problem with with shrinking, which is rarely addressed, is that when you do it, um, you know. You can't actually breathe because all the oxygen molecules are too big. Mm. Well, that's why um, he wears it's, the. It's, it's a, um, that's yeah, why it's, 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 it's addressed. It's addressed in some things. Um, Star Trek did it when they shrunk people, but most people don't give a shit and just go, "Yep, that's it. You're going to die now because you you can't breathe." Um, but equally, when you're giant, you then you need to breathe much more because you know. Mm. In, again, they address that in the in Ant Man because the first time that he goes big, he basically passes out because. So they address the that in Tenet as well, because you can't breathe in backwards oxygen. Yeah, obviously. Which sort of makes less the... sense, because what yes. the fuck is backwards oxygen? But... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's exactly the same as regular you... oxygen, but the molecules are just, like, the other way yeah. around. Yeah. Have you not have seen you, Tenet, um... Dan? No. I've... Oh, you Good. should. It's, it's, it's... Um, it's, Everyone it's says it's very fun. confusing, and you have to pay attention. I found it was very easy to follow. I mean, you, you do have to pay attention, but, like, genius. it's it's one of those films that, like, very logically, when you think about it, yeah, it makes more sense as you like, go through. People the were film. saying like it mashed their head up trying to keep track of everything. I found it was just fine. I found no, it, like there what were, I found there were a was few... it, it was a bit like watching a film and concentrating on it, which I think is maybe rare enough these days that that's yeah. what mashed people said. I, I think there there were certainly a few things that like came to me after I'd finished watching it, where I was like, oh right, that's what that was. But uh, like it was going back in time. Yeah, right. Um, but it it wasn't mind blowing. Yeah, I liked it. Sense, a lot. Like it yeah, I, enjoy, I really enjoyed it. Um, mm. I mean, it would be nice if, if just for once, um, Nolan could like mix audio properly. But otherwise, well, I think that's his thing now, isn't it? Just having yeah indecipherable dialogue audio. and massive explosions. I thought Robert Pattinson was very good in it. Yeah. I think that now I'm nearly forty. Lots of people mumble on the television. And yeah. all of the explosions are really loud, and then they just mumble really quietly all their words. Yeah, but that's oh, not have because have you're old. On. Yeah, that bit's well, not because you're old. That's because of lazy sound mixing and apparently weird generation mixes to stereo. Generation Z will watch stuff with uh, subtitles on. Yeah, yeah. because, because the young. sound mixer, the sound mixes are terrible because a lot of it's like five point one and seven point one mixed down to stereo. Nobody bothers with sound balancing properly. Nobody bothers to actually do proper mixes for those things. So you end up with this like a lot of um, a lot of play playback software now. We'll do um, attempt to do sound compensation to balance the levels so that the dialogue's not really quiet. 
because the dialogue tends to only be from the front channels normally, whereas really the, the explosions was, are from uh, all the channels around you. I, really I mean, part it of it is obviously me. you're going. Part of it is that you're going deaf as you get old, obviously. Um, but it is also genuinely that a lot of it is just there's like been whole kind of detail, long long read articles on just like how much people are fucking up sound in yeah. TV and film, and not just Christopher Nolan. Might uh, be because you're telling shit. Pioneer of it. Um, but it is very noticeable. There are some things where it's fine. Uh, well, stuff that's made for TV isn't. for a start will will mostly be okay. Have you watched yeah. The Responder? No. It's got Tim from The Office doing a Liverpool accent, which he can do really well, and it's confusing. It's quite good. Yeah. It's always weird when people can actually do accents properly. Yeah. It's just like, but that's not your voice. Yeah. Who the fuck does he think he is? Using me like that, and you're doing it well, which is like if it's not your voice, but you're doing it badly, that's understandable because that's how I, mean, it I works. do my own voice badly, let alone other people's. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, our, our accents are legendary on this podcast. Mm. So, Dan, how's your uh, how's your COVID? Mm, you over it? Yeah, you finished isolating? Yeah, uh, I mean, probably. Come on, you, you, I think, I think you, you only have to isolate for fifty minutes now, isn't it? Why have you got such a shit immune system that you've been boosted, double jabbed, you've had COVID already, and you've got it again? I mean, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, I think I'm just, I am literally just going to blame going to a football match where it was bloody cold. It's like you're not even trying. Well, I point out I've got COVID on a Thursday night, which is the perfect time to get it, so I can just sack off. Friday, Friday just try harder not to have COVID. Well, that's no fun, is it? See, I'm thinking, mm. you know, going back to our early conversation, I might, I might call in sick tomorrow. Yeah, um, should just, just say I'm concerned. I've been exposed. Sympathy sickness. Yeah. You can get Dan well, to take a photo of his I was, COVID I was having a, test. Yeah, having a conversation with a friend of mine last night, and he, he tested positive live in front of me. So, yeah. you know, I definitely can't, definitely can't work today. Is that going to stop? And, you and we've just had home. I think that might. Well, yeah, be you the, see, uh, well, no. You <laughs> say, you, the thing is, Chris, you see, we had this. Um, so the lot about. Three four weeks ago, we had a well staff well being survey that was sent round, and we got the results sent out this week. And one of the things that they picked up on was that a, something like two thirds of people had said that they, on at least one occasion, they had worked while ill, right. and that they if they had not been working from home, they would have called in sick. And mm. so there's a push now from HR to say to people basically. If you are sick enough that you would not have come into work, you shouldn't be working. Right. And you should call in sick. Um, so, yeah, I can, I can, it, it's not a matter of yes, technically, you know, normally I wouldn't have gone in because I'd felt shit. I can basically kind of sit at my desk and struggle through. It's like, no, you should be calling in sick. Like, okay. Okay. That's what you want nice. from me. I'll, uh... Good point, though. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just just because I can work from my laptop yeah. in my bed in my yeah. pants doesn't it's, mean that I should. It's all part of setting better boundaries, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if well, could you go into the office in your pants and lie in a bed? I could mm-hmm. not lie in a bed because there's no bed. Ah, right. So yeah, then they, they have, you have gotten then. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I don't know what we've achieved here this evening, but I've enjoyed myself. Actually, to be fair, I don't know. They, they might they might have beds, actually, in the, the Deutsche Bank offices. Yeah, probably do the dirty Germans. Yeah. 
I don't feel we are, we answered any big big burning questions of the age. I think we, we asked a few. Yes. That's mm. similar, isn't it? Is is not asking the question the uh, the most important thing? Yeah, absolutely. I actually I've thought about what we've discussed and I mm-hmm. think it's incredibly yeah. exciting that that provided none of the other ones die when Boris Johnson goes from being a prime minister we'll be hanging a new record we'll we'll have the most ever living former prime ministers unless he kills himself or before he resigns to the queen yes or he does the 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 very boris johnson thing which is that it finally comes to a head they march on his office to uh, remove him as prime minister, and just as they open the door, he takes his own life. I think you said office, but you meant bunker. I mean, I mean yes, it seems but more like, likely at this point. The party bunker. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to go to the party bunker. Would so? Here's a question for you: For him to stop being prime minister, he has to resign, doesn't he? He has to go to the be queen dead. and give his resignation, or well, be, dead. be dead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or so otherwise what, incapacitated, but yes. What if he were to go into hiding to go on the run? Well, it has. Somebody did raise this of like, what happens if there's a vote of no confidence? The government, uh, like the, the prime minister, doesn't have the, the confidence of the house, but he refuses to go to the queen and say, "I haven't got the confidence of the house." You know, this is all very plausible. Else. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I think this is more likely jolly. than him just stepping down graciously, isn't it? Yeah, really. Yeah. And the answer is basically nobody's entirely sure because constitutionally the Queen has the power to remove the Prime Minister from office, but as we've established yeah. before, she can't really use that power. So constitutionally, we're not really sure because there's never been anybody with such disregard for the way things are meant to be done as Boris Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. That's the problem with the Constitution, yeah. isn't it? Too many, well, I mean, down. Too many assumptions. <laughs> well, it's not, even, it's not even it's not written down. It's just that, we, as we've established over the last, like you know, six to eight years, an awful lot of the running of our country is dependent on people just kind of doing what they're supposed to. It really assumes a basic level of decency that we don't have anymore. Yeah, exactly. And and if you had a written constitution, it wouldn't really help if it was on the same basis. On the uh, former living prime ministers thing, on a technicality, could we have had six between for the last election, because at that point Johnson technically isn't the prime minister. So um, have any of the others when we've had um, when we've had? I don't think you could say, but you couldn't say he was a former prime minister. No, he wasn't a former prime minister. But technically, he was, he was. But he but he wasn't because because he continued to be. Yeah, mm. it's not like it's not like it's not like in the US where the like the president steps down and then the new president takes office and there, there's actually a period of like no government. No, there is. Um, after after parliament, no, parliament dissolved. Parliament's dissolved, but the he's still prime minister until like he's still formally prime minister, even though parliament's not doing anything mm. until he goes to the queen and resigns, which is usually after the. Is that not part of the process of calling the election though? Don't think so. I don't think the prime minister has to resign as part of the process of calling the election. Maybe they do, but then I mean that that then applies to every other well, time that we've had. I, five. So it would depend if we had five. Had there been a general election at that point, and if there hadn't, then technically we mm. could have had more, sort of five mm. and a half at that point, I suppose. Mm. 
I mean, do any of ours count as more than one? Would you say that well, Blair was like 1.2 prime ministers? Oh, and how yeah, but then you've got to start him? looking at like May, who was like point eight. May is like 0.3, yeah, to be fair. So, yeah. She would always drag the average down. Sorry, oh. what was your, your question? You were saying oh, that they... I don't really know. So when when there's a general election, Parliament is dissolved. Does the Prime Minister technically stop becoming the, being the Prime Minister yeah, at that he, point? The, the, no, no, they don't. Yeah. Mm. Is, was, was there more questions than that? No, no, that was that was the, basically the summary. You were of saying, it. well, should should Tony Blair be considered? Oh no, that was just yeah, that was simply a, se- a separate thing of like, is is he, do we do we qualify each Prime Minister as exactly one Prime Minister? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the right unit. <laughs> Surely. We were, just checking. we were just checking. Well, what is the baseline for one prime minister, though? It's having having been the prime minister. No, because we've just established that Theresa May is not 1.0 prime ministers, is she? And Boris definitely isn't. <laughs> yeah. No. Whereas I would yeah. say Blair, I mean, there's, there is a very Blair reasonable argument that... I mean, Cameron, I think, probably scrapes by on a... 1.0. I would say there's a very good argument that Boris qualifies as zero prime ministers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe even negative prime minister. Yeah. Prime minister, li- literally prime minister in name only, because he certainly hasn't fucking done anything of use. Mm, it's been a long time since there's been a prime minister dying um, while still serving as prime minister. You mean with you? Ooh. 1865 hmm. was the last time it happened. Definitely due. Definitely due. I mean, it's like volcanic I, I eruptions. It it's just when, inevitable. Um, fuckface got COVID, but um, he somehow pulled through. We all happen. did. Yeah. Shame in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got an amazing, an amazing spreadsheet. So the age when people became prime minister. Um, oh, this is exciting. To next week, so I can die in peace of COVID. Yeah, I think we should okay. and return to his. Death I mean, this bed. this this could be the the longest uh, the, the the point at which we have the most current and former member. Yeah, you know, we we mm. may well get to the point now we have more former members of the two star podcast if Dan doesn't make it to next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So, but I think Tony Dan is zero point six of a member of two star podcast. So, so Tony Blair became prime minister. When he was forty-three years, three hundred and sixty-one days. Oh, it's a shame he could have done it on his birthday if uh, they timed it better. Ooh. But how old was David Cameron? Forty-two. What? When he became prime minister, when or when Tony Blair minister. became prime minister? No, when he became. Yeah. So prime when minister. was he born? Nineteen ninety-seven. So when? When was Cameron born? <laughs> when was Cameron, Cameron born? was born in nineteen ninety-seven? No, but I want to work out how old he was in ninety-seven. Well, I mean, if I tell you how when he was born, it's just yeah. maths. 1966. Yeah. Is when he was like born. 31. <laughs> he was when he came to power. He was no, when Blair came to power. He was 43 years on 214 days, so he was only like he was less than. Six months younger than Tony Blair when he came to yeah, power. Yeah, but Tony Blair was a lot older when David Cameron came to power. Yeah. There's been quite a lot of younger prime ministers. 
Oh yeah, I'm sure we've had at least one period where we had like a 12 year old running the country. Oh, Pitt the Younger famously was younger. Pitt the Younger famously. How old do you think Pitt the Younger was? Uh, he was younger, seven, wasn't he? Seven years old. He was 24 years. I mean, I, no, no, he was no, he wasn't. Look, I've seen Blackadder. Yeah. He was he was like 12 or 13. Yeah, for, yeah. Imagine being prime minister at 24. Fucking right. Hell. He was 24 years, 205 days old when he right, became so Prime the... Minister for the first time. But then he One wasn't Prime question. Minister. Then he was Prime Minister again. At the age of 70. What he a comeback. In, he died in office. Good. Well. In 1806. He was only 46 years, 240 days old. Okay. Would you fuck up being Prime Minister at your current age or when you were 24? Would you fuck up more? Yes. Yes. Well, you hang on. You At my current age compared to me being 24? Yeah. Which Prime Minister Graham would be worse? Undoubtedly the 24-year-old Prime Minister. Okay, yeah, but Pitt the, but Pitt the Younger really... had a go when he was 24. Yeah. Then he yeah. went off and did something else. And then he came back again yeah. and, and died doing it. Yeah. Arguably, you, he did a better job the time he didn't die. I mean, he saw it through, didn't he, at least? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't give up. Yeah. Took the easy way Good to play out. Monopoly with. <laughs> I'd go to bed now. I'd I suppose. Bed yes. and I'd let me press, on on. Let me press let me... Daniel as he breathes his last breath. I want to talk more let about me, Let me press the magic business. button that shuts Chris up. 